On this episode of RVA Real Estate Talk, we are going to talk about the lack of inventory in today's market and what that means for you. What do you need to know? Let's go. You're listening to RVA Real Estate Talk with Jared Davis and Galen Parker, your source for an honest, insightful look into Central Virginia's real estate market. Combined, Jared and Galen have over 20 years sales experience, as well as hundreds of testimonials from clients past and present who rely on them for advice and assistance when buying and selling homes in today's incredibly hot and competitive real estate market. And now, your hosts, Jared Davis and Galen Parker. That's right. I am Jared Davis. And I am still Galen Parker. Can we talk about that intro for a second? I don't like how that goes. This is like your host, Jared Davis and Galen Parker. Does it go lower? It does go lower. I just look at you every time when they say 20 years experience, you do 40. <laughs> you do this four times. Out. I was like, you're like, one, you're like, uh, I was like you carry uh, uh, the one. I was like, no, 20. I think well, I math. think the reason why he trails out is, and I'm going to post the pictures later. If you guys see the seats we're sitting in, Jared's sitting in a nice plush uh, I'm sitting on a bar it stool. It does one of these? This is basically a crate that you would get in a third world country bus. If you're watching and not well, listening. Yeah, if you're watching. Also, your uh, table's been demoted. I too. mean, look at this. I can pivot. He got well, like, it looks like he got like I'm about a... to make soup in Taiwan right now. Like, <laughs> why is like this table with a leg? There's looks... a bottle cap holding it to level it out over you here. You got like a this end up, like used <laughs> furniture store <laughs> table over here. I mean, Mike's like, no, it's nothing personal. And what like, did... this is clearly personal. What did you do with the other attacked. table? It's in the other room. I use it for uh, studio work. He got this room because it raises up. Barnyard. The table raises up, and I need something. This high. is studio work. Obviously, we're not important. Uh, well, I mean, not we. I mean, you're. I'm it's, not important. It's all, about the, it's all, all right. about the end product. All right. Someone so, scratched a swastika on the table. Over so there. what's? <laughs> Remember in school people would like scratch stuff in a desk? It's so like, like, it's Mine was scratch. a lot of like Kiss albums or uh, that was so like the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> All right, so what's up? What's new? Uh, you know what? A lot of things have happened since the last uh, podcast. We got a new prez. New prez. We got uh, a lady vice prez. Lady vice a prez. Veep. Uh, uh, Veep is real. The the new the first lady is a doctor. Okay, that's just pretty cool. I, think I don't know that much about it. I'm, I'm kind of President Biden's wife is like some brilliant doctor. Lady she actually or still something. teaches at the university too. Wow. Huh. So currently, if so you were a student, you could be like the vice president pres- or the wife. president's wife is first my, lady. The first lady is my doctor. Teacher. First lady. So that I mean that's gonna be weird because now the Secret Service first has to like stand there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. They gotta sit through class. They get degrees by listening yeah. to this. And they're like, like, are we getting credits for this? <laughs> How much work do they do in the class? They're like keeping people awake as well. They're like, hey, no texting. Right. Don't no you pass. talk back? Hey, You're gonna talk back what? to the teacher? Would you write it? Are you pass notes? That's right. That'd be crazy. Yeah, a lot of things. There was a uh, an insurrection, capital riot, capital yeah. riot. So, got crazy with so it. So Galen, what's your new marketing plan? So here's the thing. I'm, I'm on the Jenna Ryan plan, and here's what I'm. <laughs> Do. When anytime there's going to be a possible riot in the capital, yep. like her, chart in the private fl- plane. Step yeah. one. Private yep. jet flying to DC. Spare no expense. Spare no I mean, hey, listen, I'm gonna get pardoned. Get clearly. Ready. What are you gonna do on Twitter? Uh I'm gonna just boast about it. Tweet, not stop tweeting tweet, about tweet, it. I want to create a tweet. very extensive yep. like digital footprint for Insta myself. Stories. So that no one can be like, Were you there? And like, oh, you were clearly there because they know how I get down with that social media. Four to the FBI. Yeah, forward straight to the FBI. You don't FBI. know which one of them are gonna buy a house. They're already checking it anyways. Exactly. And hey, then, who's your uh, sphere, guys? Yeah, there this seems like a sound plan. Yep. This is what she thought was gonna happen. So yes. I'm really awaiting. I read the last 
comments. Right. Live tweet, who's your realtor? <laughs> yeah. Before you storm Selfie. the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, this will have no ramifications later. So it goes in there. I was I read like a comment for her recently, and she says, I feel that I deserve a presidential pardon. And then Trump's like He's like, hey, uh, see you in Florida. President's like, I'm only like pardoning people with like seventy millions of dollars. Well, Trump, if if Trump pardons anybody, then he knows he has to acknowledge that he did wrong by the whole thing. Yeah, so so he's no, no, no. Trump's like, Trump's like, Trump's people have to be like, you know, you can't pardon yourself right now, right? Because Trump's already like, well, I can self pardon, right? And they're like, probably not a good look. President do that. He he right now to me is pulling the best new phone who this (laughs) like that's ever been. People are going, he's like, new phone who this is like. Like change change wigs and Dude, get a new genius. Twitter account. So yeah, that's my new marketing plan yeah. for 2021. I'd say it's good. Uh, catch me on uh, the cell block. Well, now they're doing me. all the like the the NRA like what the gun people are down at the Capitol now, right? In right. Richmond. Yeah, right. That was that was Thursday. We couldn't go to our office. The caravan. I was they told driving. us like they were like, please do not come to our I office. I saw the caravan. And I, was I like, did too. What is going on? I was coming from the East End, and there was like at least 200 cars for coming sure. from Hampton, and they said that they were coming from like four different locations for sure so i was like no thanks my thing is this whatever side you're on it does not make any difference to me because i'm not on any side we just want to sell you a house i just want to sell you a house yeah but i always think of like logistics of how things work because there was like a i have a buddy who's a part of that and i was literally the news and the guy was like we don't want anyone to come take our guns right makes sense you don't mm. want anyone to take your anything i want anyone to take my phone you don't want anyone to take your guns Who's doing that? Whose job is that? Like, are you like the first day employee? They're like, hey, You're gonna go we take need you to guns. go to the people who are angry. They're also armed. Need you to take that. I'm like, that's the worst job in the world. I don't like this like, subject. If you don't like, if you don't like prospecting, <laughs> you're not going to want to do that job. I feel like we're going to have some backlash from all of these conversations. You're going to get in the comment section? We should just move on, you honestly. Get I don't want to fight people with guns either. <laughs> I don't want to talk to people with guns. <laughs> I'm afraid. Well, they had said, like, I think if you had a group of more than, like, 11, I don't know what the rule is. Don't quote me. This is plotted way off. There was more than, like, 10 or 11 people. They said, like, you couldn't even have a firearm. But then there was, like, a thousand gun people. So I'm wondering how many of them were just, like, we're going to go here, but we're going to leave our guns at home. Because anything over this many people, and they can take them. And they had already said, like, they took somebody's gun. So some guy, ironically, It was, like, the one guy a, who went down there without, like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, he didn't bring his, like, license or, like, his yeah, like, thing. ironically, the one guy that came down with a gun about not taking guns, they took his gun. So, because <laughs> he didn't follow the law, it's like, come on, man, what did you, what did you think was good? I think even the other uh, people were like, dude, seriously, come, come on. on, you're giving us a bad name, dude, you're making us look ridiculous. <laughs> That's so funny to me. But so, so, a lot of things have happened. You know, it hasn't changed the real estate market. Wow. No, it, it has. We have less inventory yeah, that's true. than we yeah. had on, on the last podcast. So that's that's actually what our deep dive is today. So hold on. Uh, uh, let me see if we have to hold, have a whole Are studio. Are we going right into deep dive now? How many, deep. How, how many minutes has it been, Mike? Uh, seven. <laughs> that's a long intro. That's I a think. lot of talky-talky. I know. The people want real estate they talk. Meet. Uh, are we going to talk about uh, food fights? Are we going to talk about... Food fights? We did. I'm, I'm, we got a new I'm, segment. We'll Let's talk outro. about that. We're going to do all that. But here's the thing. When the new segment's going to come after the deep dive, Mike... Did you not pay attention to the oh prep meeting? Oh, my God. I wasn't in the meeting. You know what I the was, thing is? I was told to go somewhere, then I had to drive 40 minutes. 
My, you know, we can talk about that. That was also your fault. That's also your fault. So my stomach is raging because of food fight. Because <laughs> Jared's trying to power through this thing. <laughs> yeah, like if we could, wait, let's wrap this up. We had pizza at a non-disclosed location. because That it we'll disclose later. It wasn't the best food fight we've done. He was very excited we were there. He Super may not man. be so excited when our food fight drops. So between the pizza we ate, which was so-so, mm-hmm. and then the box of wings we ate while waiting for Mike to show up. There's only four each. And, Don't a, give and the French fries. The we only ate like six fries each because we threw a lot of the fries away. But you ate the whole pizza. Like, not I ate tons of pizza. But it was like, this pizza's not good. And Gabe was like, I don't. I'm I was, just, it was crushing the pizza. <laughs> I had not eaten since yesterday at 6 p.m. I was like, whatever you put in front of me is getting eaten. I'm baby. <laughs> Whatever it is. I think Galen's rating for the pizza was higher due to his ridiculous levels of hunger. Yeah. And I feel guilty. I feel bad to a little degree. Like if the person's like, if he's looking through the window at me as I eat the pizza. Is he smiling at us? (laughs) When he came out, I was like, oh boy, here we go. He was like, because he could clearly, I could clearly see him in the window, like looking like, does he look like, like he's it. enjoying and it? So I was like, "Oh yeah, he's like, I, mm. I made this one myself. So good. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't terrible. Well, it's just we got high standards. So we got to get in a deep dive because Mike's got like a full studio album that he plays every time as we go into it. So the you gotta, like, hits. Drop that in. So Mike, drop that beat, DJ. Let's do it. Deep dive. See, the great thing is you could talk over it too. Yeah, we need to because. <laughs> If you don't, then you have to talk over it. Except for this part, it's just getting louder. Yeah, are you turning the volume up on us? Are you trying to drown us out? He's like, this is my solo. Real estate love. (laughs) I love my real estate. It's a state of love. I like it, man. That was aggressive. That Are was you, the most aggressive <laughs> transition. We went for like. Remember when deep dive? It used to be like a float <laughs> with yeah. some water, and it was like. Now Mike's like death metal. We started it. It was like Tibetan bells chiming, and I was like. Bring some excitement for 2021. I love it. Right. All right. So the deep dive today. We're talking about inventory because if I have one more person ask me when the market's going to crash. Or I feel like we get dumb questions. Level out. Level out. Oh, it can't last for long. What's the actual state of the market? Oh, was that? We're getting some more? All right. All right. Are we good? It was good? the outro. Mike? It was the outro to the album. Good? Okay. <laughs> I think we're good. All right. So, so let's first think about some of the questions that we're getting and the reason why we're getting them. There are a lot of people. When's the market going to crash? I don't know why people are asking that. It's like they're almost asking as if they're hoping it's going to crash, which because they haven't bought a house yet. Yeah. And, and they're, they're like, they're, I'm they're waiting hoping for the to time. benefit from the total country misery. Yeah. So we're going to break down why that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. So here's one of the things I've been saying to people. One, you don't want to crash. Because there's massive ramifications that would have to happen on an economic, you know, just platonic. I was going to say platonic. I was like platonic level. Uh, The platonic (laughs) level of the real estate market. I don't know whose platonic levels need to change to crash the real estate market, man. Hey, this guy's married. (laughs) Um, But you know, it'd be massive changes. Jared's off the market. Um, True. Unless, no, I'm <laughs> I had a joke there. I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it. Okay, gonna we make don't it. want. We don't want. We don't want wife jokes. Maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know, you'd have to have a massive shift, and you don't want that because I mean, that's gonna be, you know, unemployment. There's gonna be like huge things, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, when is it gonna crash?" Right, and but, stuff like that. But let's touch on that, right? Because the whole reason people are asking is because they're looking at COVID and they're saying there's so many people that are unemployed, right? Or they're saying there's so many mortgages mm-hmm. that are in. 
So, I, I love this part because, like, a million episodes again ago, you remember this? We had Mark Horton on. Mm-hmm. And I said, Mark, why don't you talk to us about the F word? And everyone, like, froze, like, what? It was forbearance. So, Jared, tell the people what forbearance is. So, forbearance is for the people that aren't able to pay their mortgages through COVID, or maybe people who just don't want to because they have the option, and they can call up the bank and say, hey, I can't, can't afford to pay my mortgage right now. And because of COVID and the rules, a lot of banks are saying, okay, we're not going to take your house. We're not going to put you in a foreclosure. We're actually going to let you postpone your payments mm-hmm. and, until a later date. Now, <clears throat> you have to look into that because yes. it doesn't mean you don't owe the money. It doesn't mean they're not going to stack on interest at the end or that you're not going to owe some lump sum at some point when you start paying again. Yeah. Um, but your the, payments freeze doesn't mean your interest freeze. That's how so someone explained it to it me. It could be an issue. But the fear of people is they say there's so many people in forbearance right this second that at some point it's going to come back and it's going to bite people and we're going to have floods of foreclosures again. Correct. That's the fear. That's I, the fear. I understand the fear. Understand people being fearful. But let's talk about, is that a real possibility? Again, we don't have crystal balls. We can't read the future. But here's the thought. How many months of inventory are currently on the market in our market? That would be 0.88. Yes. So is it 88 or just 8? I think it's 0.88. I thought it was 8. Ah, 8 sounds better than 88. Either way. Rough numbers. So here's the thing. Less than a month supply, which means give it three weeks if people stop listing houses there would be zero houses left to purchase Mm -hmm. so the thing is people's main fear is that if we foreclose on all these houses we're going to have all this inventory and values are going to plummet prices fall to the ground but here's the issue we have no inventory right now we've never seen a shortage of inventory in the real estate market this grandiose so even if and I don't know how many are in forbearance. We probably should have looked up the actual numbers, but if you I can check, I got you a, should look. I got the yeah, World do some, Wide Web. Do some googling. Clicking, I like I like when we do some live googling click, click, on click, the click, podcast. Right, keep talking. I'll, I'll get I mean, my I want to say. I mean, our unemployment rate is like well under ten percent. I want to say it's like so it's around six. I believe is it six? Yeah. So pre-COVID, I think we were at like three point seven or four. So you think we're two percent above that? Now is that a large number of people? Sure. Do we feel bad for people that are unemployed right now? One hundred percent. But is it enough where all of these people are going to not be paying their bills and foreclose on their house? Most of these people that are unemployed were not home buyers because of where they were in the industry to be unemployed. I'm not saying some people are not homeowners or purchasers and also out of work, but the percentage is small. Now, here's the issue. Let's say out of these couple million people, they can't pay. And the bank says we want to foreclose. How's people's equity looking in their houses right now, Galen? Sorry, I was getting my Google on, you keep but I can answer that, that question I'm just going to keep well. talking then. So the currently, 2.8 million homeowners in the U.S. are in forbearance. Okay. Right. So that's a good enough. I was looking for Virginia. That's why I was hesitating. But as far as your question regarding equity, so the great thing that exists right now is like even the people who are in forbearance, they have so much equity in their house at this very moment yep. that... If they couldn't, if, if you got into a position where the bank's like, give us the house or else, you could literally go into your daughter's bedroom, grab okay. a loose leaf piece of paper, yep, write the word for sale on it. I don't know what happens if you don't have a daughter, but put, you get a son. I don't have either. They work on that. Right. Gill piece of paper, write for sale on it, put it in your front yard. <laughs> you could probably sell your house within probably two or three weeks. But you should hire a realtor. 
if you want to if you want to make the most money out of it, probably good. Come idea. on, Galen. Or there's a real estate podcast. All right, anyway, <laughs> make some money. Out of it. I'm just I'm just kidding. So but so but Galen's right. Galen, give me another stat. Google on your your magic device over there. Call the computer. Got it. What's the average amount of equity that a U.S. homeowner has in their home right now? I think it's over a hundred thousand dollars. All right. What do you think, Mike? Sixty. Price is right rules, Galen. Where are you at? Here we go. You don't want to guess before you find it? I got like 80 advertisements. This shouldn't be a hard stat to find. We should you be able to find this. You would think so. It's cool. Mike can just do like one of the... Do, 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 <laughs> one of those. And then bring us back. Or... Oops. No, can we not? Alright, couple things. Mike had that too quick. We're gonna have to change. Can we get rid of that? We're gonna have to like really go over the sound choices before these next podcasts. Who was that singing anyway? I think Mike's just in the back of his studio just going nuts after hours. He's got like Owen filming him. He's like, Owen, push the play button. Push record. So your number was what? I was at 100,000. I said 60. See, I just saw a number that's way 85. low. Oh, we'll split okay. the difference. I'm good with that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still win. I'm, I'm closer, thinking about my neighborhood. <laughs> I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about if my I split neighborhood. The difference. I mean, it's close, but I still win. That I'm bet. thinking about my neighborhood, and I know where everyone's pretty much. I at, just said the so. average American. Okay, well, so, but you're, this is average. This is above average. It doesn't matter. Hundred thousand. Yeah. Right. Okay. So here we go. Markets crash. <laughs> he just declared himself the winner. He's like, yeah, so the number I said so before. I win. Yeah, anyways. But look, so here's, <laughs> here's the thing, right? If if you are going to have your house taken away from you and you have $100,000 in equity, at what point do you tell the bank, ah, sorry, go ahead, take it? You would not do that. And the bank doesn't foreclose on your house within a day. So you would call a realtor like me or Galen and they'd come drop a sign in your yard or you'd go to your your son's room and find some paper. And then you put that sign Paint out. Paint the picture. And then, <laughs> and then you would sell your house. And let's say the market did dip. And here's the thing. The only recession in the last like four or five recessions where real estate values dropped was 2008. And that was caused by housing. This whole thing that's going on is not caused by housing. Mike wants to say something. No, I'm just asking if you were in this situation, could you refinance and would that help? Well, if you're not paying, then obviously you can't refinance. And if you have missed payments, they're also not going to refinance you. Yeah, it's kind of like you're telling the bank, you're like, hey, I'm not paying. Can you give me another loan? They're like, well, you're not paying the other one. Now, you could hypothetically, I want to say, come out of forbearance and they won't count that as a missed payment. But if you're in forbearance, no refi. And if you missed a payment before or after. Forbearance, they'll put at the end of your loan. Yes, they're all different. I mean, depending on what it is. But yeah, that should be the thing. But here's the thing. Even if the market softened a little, right? In 08, most people didn't lose $100,000 in value on their houses. Obviously, it was a scale depending on what you own. But in our market, at least, most people weren't six figures under. So even if you shaved 20, 30 grand off in a softened market, you're still going to sell and put $70,000 on average back in your pocket. So that begs the, the, the issue. You're not going to have this raging level of foreclosures. And even if you had a heightened level of people going to sell, we're at less than a month's worth of inventory. The inventory could almost quadruple before we even leave a seller's market, before we get to the point where now it's a buyer's market. Yeah, we're very far away from a buyer's market. That does cool. not uh, – I, I hate to – because a lot of people say, well, you know, I'll just either – I'll just wait – or so, so winter of ni- 19, what was it like inventory? I'm trying to remember. 
Inventory's been low for the last two to three years, but we've probably been at about three months inventory-ish, yeah. I'd say, for like the, the last Winter of 24 months, I mean, maybe. November, November, December, mid-January, it's always like... Of, la- of the year before last. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're probably at a three-month... Like, Pre-COVID era. I, I think we were at the most three months, and that was like, oh, cool, seller's market. I don't think it was getting too much lower than that. We, we all of a sudden dropped to like two months. We went through COVID. Now, again, less than a month. So they can't build the houses fast enough. Also, last year in the wintertime, we didn't have a snow season either. So that usually throws a, uh, the season, you know, too. So there wasn't a real snow season. I mean, we never slowed down other than through the first lockdown. And then that what? was the only time where that but, was but then, like everyone was frozen. But that was only for like three weeks or something. It, it was, was like, it was about no. 60 days. Yeah. It was, I mean, okay, I'm not, well, I'm, I'm not saying the official lockdown was 60, but I'm thinking like we locked down for about 30 ish, 40 ish. March and April were kind of grayish. You were just kind of like, it, hmm, well, cause essentially what happened happen is, right is now? there are people still trying to figure it out. The counties were trying to figure yeah. out how do we record stuff? How do we move to digital recording? The permit companies are not permit. The cities and counties were trying to say, Oh, we're not going to do your permit inspections or we're not even going to review. I had a neighborhood development that was in that they wouldn't even look at cause they were like, we're not doing lot splits right this right. second so it was scary but once they figured it out it went back i remember it, it didn't even go back it just went full throttle i feel like i feel like in may we got shot out of a cannon yeah and why do you think that is well i, I know why is i think people sat inside their homes for 60 to depending on you're talking 60 to 70 days they're like my house sucks they're, they're, especially a lot of the people were like in apartments and there, because I I can think of three clients right now that were like, I'm in an apartment and I've got to get out of here. Like I, I can't go to the bars. I can't do any mm-hmm. of the things that I love to do because I'm downtown. Yeah. All that stuff's been taken away. So now I have no reason to kind of live here. I've had friends that moved to Richmond from like Arlington because they're just like, there's no reason for us to be here anymore. So, I mean, you best believe I've looked at multiple houses with saunas in them. <laughs> and pulls at this point just because of the gym you can't get in the hot tub you can't get in the sun you well, can't think, get in the think hot about tub. like new york and la where everybody's just leaving and i mean like there's tons of uh, just, yeah you do have a lot of know. people leaving cities you've got people moving out to the country more rural they want land we, we went over this last podcast so we don't rehash all the COVID stuff but i mean you got people that say i want a vacation house now i want a house with a pool now I need more room for my kids to do schooling at home. I want to spend more time with Galen, so I want them to like list my house and help me buy a house. That's cool. I've I had, like that. I've heard that a lot. That's a good reason, actually. That's why I would sell. <laughs> I was going to sell. Yeah. So at the end of the day, what we're seeing is that I don't see an end in sight to the low inventory. I don't see a turn in value. So for the people that are just hoping that there's going to be some kind of crash, now don't get me wrong. I hope it softens. I would love to see it turn more biased to buyers. Even if we had like four month inventory, three again, it'd be great to not have to have be one of 20 offers on every single house yeah. that's out there because then I feel like we could find our buyers that we have so many buyers that are just in line to buy something and they, they can't. I mean, everything I've written this week's been 20,000 or more over and I've lost everything I've written this week. So mm. I think people are just writing blind offers and just saying, hey, whatever it appraises for, it appraises for. Just, They're like, if I could get away with putting a blank on this offer, I would, but they can't. So so actually, and I, I'm going to pivot a little in this deep dive, but it's Ooh, on like the same, pivot. but it's kind of on the same thing. So Jared's I, not a big fan of pivoting, so him pivoting, this is noteworthy. I hope Mike has like a music thing he well, does for so, this. So I, Put I, it in I saw an editing. agent post something the other day and she said, 
with the values doing what they're doing and people offering so much more over ask, do you as a realtor feel like you're doing your clients a disservice by making them bid up on these houses to get them when the market is inevitably going to crash? That's why it comes, because she put that stupid line in there. Inevitably. Um, yeah. yeah, because it's, it's coming. That's what she said. And then she deleted the post after because everybody was like, burn the witch and so they just <laughs> pulled it down but but the question the question <laughs> remains so she didn't do the post and ghost type of deal oh no, no she was like i gotta get rid of this and like deactivate facebook so but like the, the, the whole thought i didn't though, think anyone was paying attention is 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 that a logical line of reasoning at any point have you thought i'm making my clients overpay for a house because that's never crossed my mind one time I, I it has not crossed my mind because let's consider the alternatives right yeah, so they're if, if homeless. I, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Like, so if if you and I are bidding against each other, and I'm thinking, man, this is awful. I don't want my client. Well, then guess what? So next month we're having the same conversation while your clients are like closing, they're yeah. moving their friends, and I'm like, so we still don't have a house. Yeah, but I feel good about the just the yeah. general vibe that I'm exactly. So, you know I, what? You haven't done overpaid for a house yet, and he's like, yeah, I know. I'm not in a house right now. Yeah, I'm not in a house. You've not done the one job that you tried to do, and that's to find me a house. Right? Negotiate. And so to me, it's like it's. My clients, like I always have a very frank decision with them or a conversation with them. So you got a decision to make. Do you want to, is this the house? Do you want this house? Do you want to continue looking for houses? And a lot of times you're like, no, I don't want to continue looking for houses. I'm like, all right. So now let's look at, we know offers are going this way. Where do you want to be? Do you want to be like, okay, I'm okay if we don't get it. Or Galen, I'm done. I'm tired of doing this. I don't want to drive anymore. I want my wife to send me another email about here's a list of houses. And I don't want to show you any more houses. And I'm like, hey, I usually like showing my wife. <laughs> Richard's friend is realtor. Yeah, call Galen. But, you know, call it, Galen after I your tell him, fifth I said, offer. Yeah, you, no. you I was like, we've got to decide. And so I think all of them, especially this past six months, they've all said, you're right. Let's do it. We're going to put in this offer. I want this offer to be competitive. And that's what it is. It's all about being competitive. And that's just a nature of competition with anything. And here's the issue with the whole attitude, because the mentality <laughs> is if, if, if I don't bid this up or I bid it up too much and they get it, then now what happens when they want to sell? Are they going to lose money and be mad at me? Guess what? The market goes up yeah. indefinitely. And if, and if we soften, do you think some guy in 1960 that bought his house for 35000 instead of 30000 <laughs> Is looking back now and saying, "Man, I'm really uh, mad. I paid five grand more they, back then." You got me. You got to look at the big picture. If you pay five thirty instead of five hundred, and in twenty years that house is worth eight hundred, you've already paid it down. You've already got equity. You've, you've already got it. inflation. You've enjoyed it. You've paid in years. So it was an, an insane line of reasoning. That, it's a, that it doesn't make <laughs> sense, and it it goes against all my thoughts of competition. Michael Jordan was never like, "Oh goodness, I hope I don't score too many points." Yeah, I don't want them to think I'm not being a good guy. He's like, "No, I'm going." to be the best and there's going to be no my favorite part of any of those documentaries and he was like and i took offense and i was like oh that's when you knew mike was about to go oh yeah wild. yeah exactly like if you did anything to offend mj mj was like i'm gonna ruin your he's life like, what'd you say he's like i invited okay. your kids to watch yeah. <laughs> on your anniversary yeah, every time and i dunked on you yeah. so hard every time i don't even yeah i love those like documentaries michael jordan is just like so raw i can't wait until we get to the era this is what we've kind of fallen off the, this is a pivot my pivot, pivot was on point but we, we've really pivoted pivoting. a lot. We've pivoted a lot. I just was thinking, I can't wait to the time when we get to like LeBron has retired and he can now like say what he really like thinks. When he's not the good guy. Anymore. Yeah, 
exactly. When he can like finally like sit back and be like, I was so much better than all of you. <laughs> and he was like, and he's like, oh, you meant that time where like every city I went to on a team, I brought him a champion and people still complained. He's like, yeah, I was so much better than all of you. But right now he has to be like, yeah, I'm just trying. It's a team game. But like, it's a not a team game. <laughs> like, like right now it's a team game. But when he was in like uh, Cleveland, I know you don't follow basketball. But, I don't, but, but I appreciate greatness. In Cleveland, That's it was I'll not play. a team game. It was like, you're fired if you don't pass him the ball because he's like, this is our one hope. This is the guy. He they like, did it. And they, and they were smart. Yeah. They did it. I would have totally been on. I would be like, yeah, pass him the ball, man. What are you doing? Yeah, you can keep me on the bench. I oh, yeah. Care. I was like, I'd be, yeah, you need some water? <laughs> that's right. No that's problem. Right. Just send me my check. No that's, but you know, you, you said something this afternoon that, uh, that will always stick with me. You said you and I have the same mission statement. Yeah. But that's what you have to do with any team. Yeah. Real estate, anything. Like, you have to have the same mission statement with yeah. others. So that's how I feel. I'm like, hey, Jared's doing it. Yeah. Go do that thing. I'm rooting for all the guys. We got 15 agents or 50. I don't know. Uh, no, we, got, <laughs> we got 12 agents on our team, but I, I, I'm rooting for all of them. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you want to ask me a question? Yeah, I want you to be so successful that it stinks. So I could be like, oh, yeah, my boy Keith, killing it. My boy Ben, destroying him. So, I love when yeah. Galen gets mad. That stuff that doesn't affect his income or like it, it, whatever. It affects because, my brand, yes, my team brand. That's it. That's why I love you so much because <laughs> you can you get so mad at somebody on the Davis Group not doing something they should do, and I'm like, you didn't even pay for this, and I love it because it is. That's why I said you have the same mission statement. We are about the same thing. I'm listening to a book about that now. Traction. If you haven't listened to Traction and you're building a business, you're missing out. All right. Uh, on the subject that we were on, you've got some actual notes. Did we miss anything? No. Well, we. I. I wrote down. Like, I try to mentally write down things that people say, and like one of them was like, "Well, I'll just wait." And so I think we addressed that. Yeah, don't um, wait. Don't wait. Someone recent, like not recently, but they said, uh, "You know, well, maybe I'll just go new construction." And I haven't really circled back with them, but with a different client, um, I've been going to new construction things. And it's like I had to call like four different builders about certain lots. And the fact is, if you're waiting for new constructions, like even they're sold out. Like they yeah. even like I've called two out of the four. They're like, we don't have any more lots. We got and then like the last one. They're just like, I only got like these six lots. And you can't do these colors because, I mean, it was like bare bones. It's like yep. you could basically only do like this elevation trim and this color. And lumber's that's gone up. Yeah, Appliances so. have gone up. So stuff with COVID's gotten more expensive. So you're going to pay more too. So at the end of the day, if you're saying, I'm going to wait for values to go down, they're probably not. If you're like, I'm going to wait for rates. I mean, rates are probably going to go up, if anything. We're like in the twos. If we yeah, go much lower. Like, it's Two seven five. I thought I got, we just locked someone in at two six the other day, okay, yeah. and I just quoted a fifteen year for me at two one, which is insane. So mm -hmm. if rates go up, values are continuing to go up. But sometimes if rates go up, values will come down. Right? That's just kind of how it works. One of the issues that we do pose that we haven't talked about today, and it could be a long term issue possibly to some, is outpricing people in the market, right? At some point, the houses could get so expensive that your first-time home buyers are almost priced out. Yeah, they're like, I can't buy a house. And it, that, that is a possible problem. For sure, We've for seen sure. that in bigger cities, right? And we've seen some of those markets maybe soften a little as people are leaving. But Richmond so far is still a pretty cheap market. So um, again, what will happen, and, and it's not good for the homeowner, but people that are investors will come in, they'll pick those houses up, they'll rent them out because they'll become good rentals for people. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, don't wait. You know, everybody used to say that. You know, if you said, oh, I wish I had waited to buy Tesla stock this year, you'd have lost 800% in gain. I wish I would have. I should have waited. Yeah. People with EXP, I've had so many agents tell me, oh, well, it's just too late. I missed the boat. And that was 400% gains ago. 
And when I came over, we were up 800%, right? Mm-hmm. 900% this year on the EXP stock. So, and now we're going to split. <clears throat> and it's splitting. About to split. Yeah, so don't don't think you missed I was happy the, to see that email. Oh, my gosh, me too. My bank account was very happy to see that email. So, yeah, if you're an agent, again, we'll throw this out there. We're, we're, we're trying to grow the team. We want about eight more agents. Or if you're a team and you just want advice on how to grow a team and help grow and you want our models and you want our softwares, we will give it all to you. At EXP, we are trying to build brands and we are trying to build relationships to help each other. And I promise you, if you sit down with us and talk about it, you will see that no other broker is going to give you the value that we're going to give you. It's incredible. Galen, anything else on the on the on this front on the deep dive? So I think that I think that was it for the deep dive. I, I love we were getting so much feedback and energy from people um, asking you know legitimate questions. A lot of these questions that we have the I will wait or new construction or what do I do? Um, I have one person you know should I expect to pay closing costs? All of these things, great questions. Um, you know, if you're selling your house, should you expect to play col- closing costs for the buyer? Probably not right now. Um, if you're the buyer, just make, make sure you've talked to your lender and know how much that's going to cost you because you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Even things like home warranties, we should always just throw a home warranty on a contract to make sure we protect our purchaser. And now it's kind of like, will you pay for your home warranty if you want it? Because that 500 bucks could make or break your offer, depending on what it is. I mean, contingencies, appraisals, we're having to waive appraisals sometimes. We're having to waive home inspections sometime. Um, it's a lot of things that first-time home buyers don't really want to do. Um, especially if they, I've just, this is like, especially if they're getting advice from their parents. Oh, yeah, you got to get the inspection. Yeah, and it's like, I, I appreciate. Don't overpay. Yeah, I appreciate a, a parent who's, <laughs> Who's hovering over there trying to help? But Wait for a deal. Sometimes they're hurting. <laughs> they are hurting you sometimes. <laughs> Wait for a deal. I'm That's like, right. all right, see you in 2044. That's right. No one, no one pays the ask price. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he want more than what it's listed for? <laughs> that is funny. Man. I like. I talk to some of them. They're like, they're like, if they wanted more, they should have just listed it for more. And I'm just like. That's not how yeah. supply and demand works. It's but like thank you. Hashtag and what we hear is realtors every day. Yep, like things we hear. Strangle worthy things. <laughs> strangle worthies. These are our strangle worthies. Yeah. I like that. We'll so put is, that in a segment. So, is that everything for the deep dive? That's all for the deep dive, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let's move on into our yeah, the last, soft landing. I think the last thing we had. Should we do music to soft landing? I don't know because we're not going to do this every time, but we thought it'd be cool because we keep coming across all these crazy bad listings yeah. um, or just, just insane things that we see here and there. Um, and if you're watching on video, we can probably take some pictures and put them up. If you're listening in the car, maybe not so much. But mental picture. Yeah. So in this in this segment of what, what were, were you they thinking? thinking? I love it. Yeah. Uh, I came across a house this week in Vegas, and it looks from the drone. Jared photos, was in Vegas. Yep. I'm I'm just you know chartering flights. I thought there was a riot going on. <laughs> it, it disappointed. So, anyways, he went to the true capital of the United States, <laughs> Las Vegas. That's right. So you can see Vegas in the background of this of this house. It's maybe like a mile or so out. I feel like, and this house is listed for eighteen million dollars. We're going to have these. From the outside, it looks like a pretty standard home that you would see in Las Vegas. Looks like it's like straight out of like Breaking Bad, you know, that kind of arid desert lo- locale. Never but seen the show. The, the seller figured at some point someone may riot hard enough and cause a whole nuclear worldwide meltdown. Mm-hmm. So he built a bunker in his basement to look like the outside world. 
So if you're watching this, I hope we can put some pictures up. If you're not watching this and you're not driving, Google Las Vegas bunker house for sale. Amazing. And look at this thing. The guy has trees that go up to the ceiling. Not real trees, but fake trees to the ceiling in his yard that's covered in astroturf. His grill was built into a giant fake boulder. And there's literally... Was there a pool? I can't remember. Yes, there's there's a a pool pool underground that backs up to the wall, which is painted like sky and fields. So awesome. And And then the other wall is actually a house in a house. So it's a house with a roof underground in the house. Yeah. So it's a roof under a roof. My thought is this. With like a bar. That's a, photog- like I- that's a photographer's nightmare. Oh. Like, how to get the lighting. <laughs> it's like, a dream. My, my thought is like, <laughs> do you live under in the bunker most of the time? I feel like I would do that. I mean, you just got the bar, you got the grill, the I want to know what the, the upstairs looks like. I don't know what the upstairs looks like. I only saw the downstairs. He spends like no time upstairs. I mean... You don't need to. Who needs people nowadays? So COVID. what does that do for value of the home? Is that living area? Well, if, like you, ask, square feet, if, you, square feet. if you ask an appraiser, it's worthless because it's a basement. And then <laughs> and say everything they also say pools are worthless. So an <laughs> underground pool has got to be a lack of negative, value. Probably. Negative. Can you imagine digging that out? You have to dig a basement out and you have to dig a pool in the basement. I mean, you and then you have to build a house like, in a house. It's you got to Google this. If you are not watching and seeing our pictures, please Google this. The best thing I think about what I like is like, you know, he probably like talked to multiple contractors and, and there's always like, like one contractor's like, I oh, can't do it. Can't. But there was that one guy. He, he was, was like, just like, uh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you want to put a pool down there too? I can do that. He's, he's like, like, hold my beer. $10 million. $18 million. I will build Hats a house in your house. that builder who's just like, oh, we can do this. So I we're going to do that. There's like pictures of deers painted. Deer. And then when you like look at the inside rooms in the house that are on like the, the back end of the wall, they have windows, but the windows are the basement wall. So they make sure to paint sky scenes on. Yeah. So that you can look outside while you're inside. That's like your Mike house. and his like fake inside staging your outside of like the virtual staging that Mike does. This, this is like when a whole you cue like an exhibit, pimp your ride, where they're like, "We're gonna put a car in your car." That, yeah, that's like me a track inside. one of those right now for this house. <laughs> Do you remember those memes? Where <laughs> car. Dude, that was like the, that exhibit meme was like so on fire for a few. I years. love the like other my ride. Was, why did you bring it? We don't want to go to pivots, but then you bring up pimp my ride, which makes me laugh because there's like the one episode they put like a coffee machine like coffee maker i was like you're That's totally burning yourself while you're, you're like making it i'm like we it's all know what's gonna happen like even the guys in the background like is your milk steamer is like a full espresso like, machine. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. definitely going to scold yourself. Oh, man. Oh, I love yeah, it. But that's so awesome. I love real what estate. What were they doing? Like I like, and, and we're not going to do this every time, but I have like a couple in my head. I wish I could just like name out a bunch, but we're not. We're going to wait because the next one is also oh, one man. that. I'm going to have to write that down so you don't forget about next that one. Next one, uh, hint, if, if I forget and you're like, hey, we like this segment, just, just like send me a message that says murder house. And it'll remind me of the Actually, next one. Why don't we ask the viewers to send in the crazy stuff they're That'd saying. be good too. If you've got something crazy, not necessarily ugly, because there's plenty of ugly houses photo. out there. But if you see some something crazy going on, yeah, send it to us. That'd be awesome. That'd be a good post for you. What's the craziest thing you've seen in real oh, estate? Man, in I've house? got so many. I mean, I think that you get a lot of people like let's let's get some pics in here. I saw a sink one time that was smaller than my hand. And it, it may not seem like much, but it you really trips hands. you out when you... Yeah, I know. So there when you, you see a sink that's like this big, you're like, how is this possible? The, the strangest one I saw was like the one... Uh, the, the, ba- the bathroom was so like tiny 
that like you can't sit in there without hitting your your like knees. You're at the sink. The <laughs> yeah, you're like, like you're here. like there, and, like the door closes <laughs> rest, like this. Rest, and I was just like, <laughs> I remember like I showed my client, then like her dad comes, her dad's like six four, and he like opens her, he's like, this is ridiculous, <laughs> and then we all just started laughing. I was like, so that's a no, right? And we like left, but I was like, that's like that house stayed on the market for a pretty long time. Like after my client had found a new house, she sent me a text message. She's like, someone bought the tiny house, the tiny bathroom house, and I was like, I looked, I'm like, they sure did. And I was like, that's how you know the market is like. Even someone's like, you know. What? I'm small. I'm yeah. I'm I'm a short person. I'm not person. that big. I'll yeah, make it work. I work. I'll sit Indian style on this thing. Alrighty. Well, I think that wraps us up. Honestly, Galen, don't you? I do. It's been a pleasure. So our next food fight should be either chicken wings or burgers. Chicken wings or burgers. So I'm, I'm leaning towards burgers. I'm leaning towards burgers too. Me too. I don't think there's as many wing places, but prove us wrong, Richmond. Send us your. <laughs> I feel like uh, anytime we make a statement, like there's not that many wings. Like, what are you talking like, about? This is the wing there's, capital. There's wing stuff. There's yeah. wing clan. There's wing house. There's wing barn. It's like yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Please stop emailing me. <laughs> yeah, no, but honestly, keep emailing us. Uh, Galen at centralvarealty.com. Jared at centralvarealty.com. You can find me at underscore underscore the Davis Group, or if you're on Clubhouse now, Jared Davis. That's the new thing right now. I don't know if anybody else is on I don't Clubhouse. Think it's taken off that much yet. You I've heard a lot you, of people talking. You've got an invite yet? I have got you? an invite for you. <laughs> I got an invite. For Mike, you. Mike's not allowed to be on it yet. <laughs> he's, try, he's trying to get in. I'm. I, he's like, it doesn't look that cool from out here. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> Personal attack. <laughs> if you're looking for me, Galen. Parker, just go ahead and Google me. I'm Googleable. Yeah. That's 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 my new thing now. Just Google me, baby. Yeah, that's it. How's your sign doing, by the way? My massive, like I showed it to Jared uh, the other day. It's like life size. It's bigger it's than bigger life. Bigger than life. It's Galen larger has than a life. larger than life size open house. Is it the kind placard. where you like feel like the eyes are looking at you every way you move from the on the picture? No, it's the way that you feel like I don't know how I'm going to get around it in whatever room it's sitting in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's so large. He's going to have I, to move furniture to like, get I'm it gonna, in like, there. move some of the furniture out to the front yard. To it's put like it a in there. seven by eight. <laughs> the greatest compliment I ever got was recently. Not the greatest compliment I ever got. That's an overstatement. But the other day, Keith was talking to me. He's like, I didn't know this guy, Galen, but I saw this picture. And that's when I was like, this looks like a friendly guy. I'm like, that, that is, is what I want strangers to see. So when they see that picture, they're going to be like, this seems like a giant friendly guy. I'm like. Yeah. Really hey, let us know. When you see a picture of Galen, what do you think? When you see a picture of me, what do you think? I'm, I'm not going to have this. Oh, kind. Team I'm puppy not. versus team kitten. Here we go. <laughs> well, hey, that's, I'm, I'm happy with that enough. That's good with me. All right. Again, this has been RVA Real Estate Talk. I am Jared Davis. And I'm Galen Parker. Thanks for listening. Bye. If you have a real estate question that you would like to ask Jared or Galen, reach out to them at jared at centralvarealty.com or galen at centralvarealty.com. Who knows? It may even be featured on an upcoming episode.